0: You're listening to Awakening with Rabbi Ami Silver on the Shefa Podcast Network. Join Rabbi Ami as he shares from the wellsprings of Jewish spiritual teaching and practice and guides us on a path of healing, transformation, and awakening to experiencing the divine. Kade. Yachatz ma'gidrach tzah ma'otzi matzah ma'ol korech shukhan olech tzafun barecha. with everything that's going on right now we're also on our way to Pesach and a lot of people are going to have to make starim people who either have never led a seder before or people who feel pretty stressed and, and nervous and concerned about having to make Seder amidst all of what's what's going on here. Even that word Seder, Seder means order. And someone who needs Seder, who needs order is someone who's in a situation of chaos, in a position that's disordered. And that's the position we're all in. We're in that in a unique way right now this year. And the truth is the Seder, from its very inception is always offering order to chaos, a path and some guidance in a situation of unknown, of uncertainty, of anxiety and fears, and of hopefulness and anticipation. Starting from the very first Seder, the Lilith Tzai Mitzvahim, the night of leaving Egypt that we commemorate every year, where the people were told, slaughter a lamb, paint it on the doorpost, and sit inside and don't leave your house because it's going to be dangerous out there. There's a plague raging outside of the homes and the people sat inside not knowing what was going to happen, not knowing how the story was going to end and waiting for the time to be told what would be next. And so the celebration of Pesach, of the Seder, is poignantly giving us something to hold on to when we are sheltered inside, holding the fear and of the unknown surrounding us and, and before us. And that's the place where we find our liberation. That's the place where we're given a pathway towards freedom. So what I want to do from now until Pesach is to offer small bits, covering the 15 steps of the Seder, these stages of order and to offer pieces that have spoken to me in the past, pieces that are speaking to me now, um, in the hope that, that it will light something up in you and, and give you something to think about and, and bring into your Seder. Each one of us needs to see ourselves individually, personally, as if we have left Egypt, as if we are the ones engaged in the process of liberation. And yet in this very personalized and individual holiday, in this individualized process, we have what to share and what to learn from one another. So I'll start just with the 15 phrases that I just read, saying really, these 15 steps of the Seder or can I the 15 steps of the Beit HaMikdash, there were 15 stairs that led up to the entrance to the temple. And according to those stairs, David HaMelech in the Psalms wrote 15 shirah ma'alot, 15 songs of ascent. And in a sense, these stages we go through through the night are stages of ascension, steps bringing us one after the next, one building upon the previous one to a place that's slightly more elevated, slightly holier. And the thing is that on Leel Pesach, and starting all the way back on Leel Yitzhak Mitzrayim in in the night, Before we left Egypt itself, there was not yet a temple. The place of holiness that night were the homes of each and every person who was getting ready to be taken out. The home, the table that we eat on at this night is the place of holiness. This is the Beit HaMikdash. The very first national sacrifice that was made was that Korban Pesach, that first Paschal Lamb. And that's what we're commemorating every year. We're turning our house into the place of holiness once again. And it's framed by these 15 stages, these 15 steps, just like the Temple was. So the very first stage before we even get to to Kiddush, to Kaddish, is that our first step towards freedom involves transforming the confines of our own homes, our own personal lives with these four walls and roof and, and floor beneath us. This is the place of holiness. This is the temple tonight. This is the place of ultimate importance of meaning and of connection with God, with the people around us and with life that's ready to unfold. So our first step in this space is Kadesh. And what does Kadesh mean? Kadesh means make it holy. We're so used to this phrase kiddish that we just you know, associate it with a cup of grape juice or wine, but but Kadesh, the Kadesh is a, a command, it's a mission to create holiness, to pronounce that what is happening now is sacred. The first thing we do on this night is to say to ourselves and to everyone who we're with, this is sacred time. This moment, this night, this act that I'm engaged in is Kadosh, is holy. And the ability to sanctify time, to call something holy, is actually given to the israel in egypt preempting the night of liberation what i'm referring to is something we read just a few weeks ago in in shul parshat chodesh when the first mitzvah the first command was given to the to the nation of sanctifying the new month the new moon zin smot yod exodus 12 it's a God said to Aaron and Moshe in Egypt, This month, this new moon will be for you the beginning of all months. The very first command, the very first mitzvah, the way of our connection as a people with our Creator is to be told, You sanctify time. You look up to the sky and you look for some small sliver of light. You look up to the dark sky of the new moon, and you decide, oh, this is going to be the beginning of a new cycle of time. Renewal is going to start from here. And finding that moon, as you know, on Rosh Chodesh, is actually quite impossible, because... You can't really see anything. There actually isn't a moon visible to you that night. So much so that the Midrash says Moshe himself was confounded when God told him to do this. Moshe was looking up at the sky and saying, God, I don't see anything. Where is this new moon you speak of? And that God had to point with a finger to the tiniest glimmer of a moon and say to Moshe this, kazer ra'eve kadesh, see this and call it holy. That in a sense, when we look up or we look out, and what we see before us is, is absence and darkness, this mitzvah is telling us that even within that dark and, and, and empty space where that which you're hoping to see is not yet visible, you are in a position to look at what is before you, kadesh, and say this, this, really this, kaze, just as it is, I'm going to say, here's where holiness resides. Here is where possibility begins. Here is the moment of renewal. I don't see the full moon. I don't see where it's going to lead. I don't see what's going to come from it. That's not the main thing. The main thing is that you are standing there and you are looking before you and saying, I'm going to say that this is holy. I'm going to say that life is possible despite anything else that might try to convince me otherwise, that might tell me otherwise. I know that there is something more that is here, that is latent, and that can be. Rav Kook writes in his Perush on Haggadah that Kadesh, the ability to add holiness to a world where holiness does not yet exist, or increase holiness in a scenario where it's limited, that this is the power that was granted to us on Leel Pesach. This is the power that was granted to our people when God truly freed us to be freed or rather a consequence of being freed, is that I can walk through the world with an ability to add to it. I can bring something to this world. There is a freedom in my interaction with reality that what is as it is, is not all that is or can be. And not only can more be, but more can be specifically by me committing myself to this, to this world, to this moment, to this circumstance. And the truth is every single time we make Kiddush, every single Shabbos or Tov, when we are standing and saying this day is holy, this night is holy, this moment is holy, we always say it's Zechari the time. We always say that it's a memory of, a remnant of the Exodus from Egypt every time we bring holiness to the world, pronounce that something that is happening in our midst is holy, we're drawing from the moment that we were granted freedom. And what I want to say is that this freedom, it's clear for me, I'm sorry, this freedom is not something that is externally given or objectively given. Because when this mitzvah of looking up at the sky, kazera eva kadesh, this moment is holy, when this mitzvah was given to us, we were still slaves. When the entire first seder that was ever kept, the night of the Exodus, we were all still slaves to Paro. We didn't leave yet. The whole seder commemorates the moments before we left until the moments that we left and thereafter. But at this point, kadesh? We haven't left anywhere yet we're sitting inside unsure of what's going to be and here we stand up and we say kadesh this is holy this is sacred because the freedom of bringing holiness to the world of recognizing true holiness it comes from an intrinsic inherent freedom that we possess in our being the Yitzhak Mitzrayim was there to show and reveal a truth about what we are, in essence. Like Hashem said, even already at the burning bush to Moshe, Israel," I'm freeing these people because they're my children, because they are inherently free. They're in a circumstance that doesn't allow them to know and reflect the freedom that they possess in the core of their being. And that is what needs to be revealed and uncovered. And the way that we begin doing that is by saying, this night is holy, this moment is holy. What we're engaged in right now, what I'm engaged in right now, some people, Hashem Yal-Zor, some people are really going to be alone by themselves on the El Seder. If you are by yourself on the El Seder, you are standing there with a cup in your hand saying that what I am doing right now is kadosh, is truly holy, and it's an affirmation of everything that I am. Everything that I possess is what is able to now say, "This is holy," and open up the space for me to live and experience these moments of Leil Pesach as something that is truly in touch with that which is sacred. Like I said at the beginning, our home, our table, this is the Mitzvah Hashem. This is the Temple. There is nowhere else that we are encountering holiness other than the four walls we live in, the roof over our head, the floor beneath us, and that freedom in our souls, that freedom in our very being that can look in front of us, that can look around us and say, yes, this is it. This is where holiness is going to take place. And this is where we begin.